Okay. So good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Venetian View, where our voice matters. We are residents of the Venetian Care and Rehabilitation Center in South Amboy, New Jersey, and we're here to talk about everything and anything. Can you hear me? All right, good. Today's Thursday, September 12th. The weather forecast for today is about 81 degrees, and we might see some thunderstorms. But they say that every day, pretty much, right? We might see a thunderstorm yes. here yes. and there. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name is Annette. I'm the recreation director here, and I will be your host. And now I'd like my panel here to introduce themselves. We'll start with you. My name is Edward Zaro. And you are? I am the president of the council. All right. Welcome, Ed. Thank What's you. your name? Francis Farr. All right, Fran. Welcome, Fran. Carmine. Carmine. Dorothy. Dorothy. Anna. Diana. Diana. What's your name over there, you? Stu. And we got Rita. And I'm Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Patricia's our wonderful housekeeper. Thank you. <laughs> Keep over there over the <laughs> it's over the airs right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So now we're in September, right? I'm going to move this out of your way here. And um, I thought that we'd have a little discussion about September. Good things that happened in September. Not the bad things, because we don't like to remember. I mean, we never forget, but that horrible day, you know. It's actually, a lot of people are talking about how September 12th, 18 years ago, was such an amazing day because the 11th was so drastic, yeah. but on the 12th, it was just America. Yeah. It was just everybody there for everybody. America came together. We, we cried. We, we, we helped each other. We did anything we could for each other. And it was just so much unity after that day. And it would be nice if we could have those feelings of unity again, right? Being united and stuff. But on a, on a, on a happier note, let's talk about special things that happened in September. So looking, thinking back on your lives or any, anything that you can think of, what do you think of when you guys think of September? What goes on in September? Kids, kids going go back. There you go. Back to school. Back to right? School. A lot of kids, well, all the kids go back to school in September. Do you think they're happy? No. <laughs> no. Did you guys enjoy going back to school when it was time? No. Not after a long summer vacation, right? You're right. But some people do like school. Right? Yes. Oh, Not summer school. Not so did you ever go to summer school? Yes. Why? I had to learn Spanish. Oh really? Yeah. Was that a mandatory yes, subject it was for you? Mandatory. Oh. And if you didn't learn Spanish, a lot of people had to go. Wow, for summer school? For summer school for Spanish. Did anybody here ever have to go to summer school? Just just Ed. You did? <laughs> oh. <laughs> here comes Marianne. Marianne's here. She went to summer school. Yeah. That's okay. So, do you guys have any memories of your, maybe your favorite teachers back in school? Did you have any favorite teachers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anna, where did you go to school? Indonesia. Indonesia. Do you, do you remember your teachers? Yeah, any of them? Yeah, my teacher. Yeah. Were they good? Yeah, good. Good. How about you? Do you remember any of your teachers, Diana? No. I had a lot of teachers that I remember, like, like, like hey, really Mrs. well. Burke. What? Miss Burke, she learned. See, there you go, Miss Burke. You remember uh, Miss Burke? Penmanship. 
penmanship. You know, penmanship, are they yes. still teaching it? Uh, there was a lot of schools talking about not teaching that anymore because the kids are all on their computers right. yeah. where they learn how to type. Yeah, they're but all on their computers. They're all on their computers. I don't think that's a good idea because then they don't learn how to write anymore. And what happens when your computer breaks down or if there's a whole big glitch in the whole system and another computer's work, then what? You don't know how to write now? You go to mom or dad. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think, I think that penmanship should just always be yes. part of the yes. school curriculum. That in history. That in history, exactly. So... What else is there in September? Oh, so when going back to school, we go shopping for new clothes. That was always fun, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my English teacher is... They're not in my young days. They don't oh, like that. Oh, really? <laughs> you will with your hat. Period. Yeah, that was right. Oh, wow. What kind of clothes do today nowadays? What's that? Carmine, what are you saying? No, he was talking about the clothes. Yeah. What about it? Like, like you say, September, you buy new clothes. Yeah. In my younger days, oh. you wore what you had on the end downs. That's what I mean. Uh, See, these are the things that you remember. Carmine saying how back in the day, you didn't go to get new clothes when you went to school. You wore what you had. Well, or you had your hand-me-downs every, every, every yeah. from your kids. My dad had nine brothers and sisters. They never oh, got oh, new clothes. <laughs> he got hand-me-downs. And he'll always tell me the story of how he found a pair of ice skates in the garbage. And it was the best thing that ever happened to him. Because now he had his own ice skates. They were ratty. They were broken. But he was able to ice skate on the little lakes that were around Brooklyn and little areas of where there was frozen wow, water. Nice. Yeah, he had so much fun. And, and, and that's something that he remembers all the time because he would never be able to afford to buy a pair of ice skates, which he, you know, he wanted to do it really bad. Um, how about apple picking? Do we do that in September also? Yeah. That's always fun, and then you make the go apple the pies. Orchard. You go down to the yeah. orchard. Right. Yeah. And everything is harvested. Yes. In September. Yep, everything's harvested. You get harvest. the harvest moon. Absolutely. It's really bright yeah, out very at good. night. It's like the sun's out. They're saying that this Friday night, Friday the 13th, is going to be one of those big full moons. The they 13th. said pre people shouldn't go out this Friday night <laughs> if, you, if you have superstitions, because it's Friday the 13th, it's a big full moon, and I don't, I don't know. You but then the, you take the pit bull with you. There you go. <laughs> you can take your pit bull. Um, the cool weather, Labor Day, is part of September, right? First day of autumn. There's also a Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is coming up in September. What is Rosh Hashanah? A Jewish holiday. Yes. Do you know what? Do you know what 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 holiday it represents? Like what what's the meaning of it? Yeah. Stu, do you know Stu? Yes, I happen to know what it is. Can you tell us what it is? What what is, what does Rosh Hashanah mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what does it mean, Rosh Hashanah? Can you help us out? Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. What how? Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. There you go. It's the, the Jewish, Jewish New Year. Year. Yeah. Because the Jewish calendar is a lunar calendar. So every month starts according to when the moon is full. Okay. The Jewish calendar. Oh, okay. Rosh Hashanah is at a different time every year. Ah, so it's a happy New Year. All right. That's interesting, right? Very good. All right, good. Learned something new. Yeah. So, um... I wanted to talk about one more thing. Excuse me. We're on the air. <laughs> You're being recorded, too. 
Um, thank you. That was good. Um, so then there was another thing. Do you guys ever hear of the Feast of San Gennaro? Oh, yes. yes, 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 yes. Has anybody ever been to the... Is that the name yes. running of the bulls? No, that's the, uh, the big uh, feast in New York, in Little Italy. Oh, okay. You guys ever been there? No. San Gennaro Feast? In New York. It's 11 days. It's 11 days long Whoa. in Manhattan. Have you ever been? I have. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of food. It's a lot of food. A lot. A lot of food. Every... You're always eating. <laughs> always eating. What, what, are, what are some of the foods that they have at the uh, feast? All kinds of food. You have the sausage and peppers. They have cannolis. They have little pastries. They have. Um, oh. We're on the air. Isn't that too? We're on the yes. air. We're being recorded right now. I can't right see now. from afar. I was trying to figure out who that was. Okay. It was somebody new. No, it's me. Okay, you're back in action, huh? Yes. He's That's back in action. Oh, you're welcome. So anyway, um, New York City's largest festival, called the Feast of San Gennaro. Uh, begins it, began, it begins today, actually, and it runs for 11 days. This year marks the 93rd anniversary since it began in 1926, when groups of Italian immigrants settled in what is now known as New York City's Little Italy. Have you guys been to Little Italy? No. It's just very crowded. <laughs> it's a very crowded area, but it's nice. Um, more than one million people from around the world flocked to the Feast of San Gennaro to participate in the parades, religious processions, musical performances, and of course, to chow down on the variety of Italian foods Whoa. offered. The festival takes place on Mulberry Street from Canal Street up to Houston. And one of the biggest things they do there, they have the annual cannoli eating competition. You know, it's like the hot dog eating competition at Nathan's. They got the cannoli one at the San Gennaro feast. They have the blessing of the stands. They have entertainers. They have the grand procession with floats. They walk down, and then they, people give you money. They put money on, on the statues um, to raise money for the, I guess it's the... Um, the organizations, um, the, church, the, church, the churches, yeah, the church. um, they have a, then they have a high mass on Thursday. Then they have the annual meatball eating contest <laughs> in memory of Johnny Chacha. Who's Johnny Chacha? <laughs> and then there's Napoleon concert and lots of concerts and lots of fun stuff going on. There's no parking, <laughs> so you have to take public transportation if you go down there, and it's uh, very crowded. It's very crowded. Like, you can't really stop. It's like going to Times Square at, around Christmas time. You just have to keep walking. I, was, I remember going there with my family, and you can't stop because the people just push you. There's so many people. Yeah. You have to just keep walking and walking and walking. So that's what's going on in New York in September. Um, what kind of uh, sports are played in the fall? Do you guys like football. any sports? Football? football. Yes, football. It's the end of the baseball season. It's the end of baseball coming now. To the end. It's coming to the end. It's coming to the end. How are the Mets doing? I'm, I'm a Yankee man. Okay, how are the Yankees doing then? <laughs> we can talk Yankees if you want, <laughs> even though I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> Mets were doing really good, but this, this happens to them all the time. And then they go, Psh. I went to Jets opening season uh, for the first game last week. They had um, the first day. Does anybody watch football? Yes, I did. And it was, um, it was so good in the beginning. <laughs> 
the first half was really good. They were winning 16 nothing, and then they wound up losing 17 to 16. Imagine. Yeah. But I love football, and um, my, I have two sons, so two brothers, two sons. I had no choice. <laughs> it's football and baseball in my life. <laughs> But it's good. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. We went. So the game started at 1. My husband goes, let's go early because we got to get a spot because it's opening day and a lot of people tailgate. I had no idea what I was in for. We got there at 9.30 in the morning. The parking lot was packed. There were people already drinking. They were drinking, like, everything. They had bars set up. They, they were had, already drinking. They were drinking everything you can imagine. They had... A whole bar with um, alcohol, any kind of liquor, beer. They had coolers. They had DJs. There was a whole tailgate party. They had a DJ with big speakers. They had a big bar. Any kind of liquor you wanted. Wow, yeah. sounds good. At 930. They were probably there before us. Plus Who knows? food, too. Lots of food. You Lots got, of barbecues. So we barbecued. Eat. Yeah, yeah. We set up a little barbecue. It was fun. It was, it was interesting. It was like the first time we ever did anything like that. So it was cool. And how did the Giants do? I don't watch the Giants. How did they do? Did they win? No. Oh, okay. No. The Jets lost and the Giants lost? Yes. So then when's the next game? Uh, either Sunday, Sunday, Sunday or, Monday, or Monday, right? Yeah, they're switching around now. Yeah. There's not a lot and of And now they games. have Thursday night football, yes, too. Yes, that's right. And then this fantasy football, it's all you get college. to. College. It's college football, too. And then the fantasy football, these, these people, you, you bet, you get to pick – Players from each team, they draft. You know what that is? And then they all have. Then you have your own team of players. Like you do it with a whole bunch of people. Say it's you pay. You each pay some money, whatever. And then you each pick um, players from a team. You go, you pick. Then you go and you pick a player. Then you go and you pick a player from every team in in the NFL. Right. So now you have your own team of all different players. So now then there's like how many passes they catch or how many scores that you know. And then you get points and how many yards they run and. It's, it's so consuming. That consumes my brain. But those are the sports that go on. Um, I know they say soccer is like one of the biggest. They call it association football, soccer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the most popular sport in the world. And then there's cricket, tennis, volleyball, um, lots of other sports. So anyway, we were talking about school, going back to school. Can you hear me, Rita? <laughs> um, so... There's some statistics here. It's pretty interesting. I thought it was interesting. There are approximately 33 million elementary schools in the United States, 17 million kids attending high school, and 8.8 little ones in nursery schools and kindergartens. All told, including college students, and about 78 million kids head back to school every fall. That's a lot of kids, right? And then with the kids, there are about 8 million teachers in the United States. Add in parents, school staff, and retailers, and it's hard to find someone not impacted by the back-to-school exodus every year. So that's what's happening right now. They go back to school, then they get their lists of they got to buy all their supplies. A lot of times they, they send you at the end of the school year, the supply list for the next year. But if you're, if you're attending like high school for the first right. time or you know school for the first time, you don't have the list yet until you get to school. Um, back to school has also become its own shopping phenomenon. In fact, the majority of parents will spend more than $100 on back to school shopping, more than. 
The average family, Carmine, spends about $700 in school supplies every year. Not in my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my day. You got the hand-me-down. Save that notebook, right? There's some extra clean pages on that. We'll use that next year. <laughs> <laughs> so good, but I can't make any <laughs> Many kids, and not to mention their parents, experience some nerves or extra anticipation based around the first day of schools. Do you guys remember going to school on the first day? Were you ever nervous? Yes. Were you anxious? Oh, yeah. Were you excited? Yeah. So to start the new school, I would say I would be a little more anxious. But when you're going back to see your friends, right. then you're all excited, well, you right? You wonder who you're going to sit next to. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, who's your new teacher. Yeah, yeah. And get acclimated. Get acclimated. Hey, hey, Harold. We're talking about back, back to school. All right. All right? Did you? Re oh, I should have. I should have reminded you. Sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. um, do you remember any of your teachers from school? Do you remember going back to school for the first day? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Were you anxious? Were you just? Did you like school, Harold? Uh, I went. You went. <laughs> that means he really didn't like it. You know what, we just went. You know what I took up in school. What'd you take up? Space. Space. <laughs> okay, where's my little laughter button? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you remember Mrs. White? Yeah. There you go. According to surveys, the five worst expectations from elementary school kids include homework. Did you guys like homework? Yeah. No. No. Switching schools, if you had to switch schools. No. Getting up early. No. How about tests? Did you guys like to take a test? Yes. You did? Uh, you must have been uh, a good student. Is that why you did summer school? <laughs> and math. Math is a very, very big um, well, uh, a bad expectation for kids, math. Math was my weak subject. I hated it. I just couldn't comprehend no. it. Oh, unless you had a good head. I, I didn't have a good head for math. Were you guys good in math? He yes. was good. Oh, an accountant, right, Stu? You were good with numbers. So it just came easy to you, right? You're lucky. You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. yeah. I could never do. I could never do the math. My mother was a, a bookkeeper, so she was good with numbers. I didn't get that gene from her. <laughs> I don't know. Were you good at math? You're good too? So were your kids good in math? I want to. Okay. All right. Jeffrey, not so much. Right? What, he used to go shopping with Jeffrey and he couldn't figure out what the unit price was. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, you couldn't do that in his head. Yeah, I could never do that math. Oh, see? So he got his strength from something else. Everybody's weakness, like my, that's my weakness, math, but I don't care. Thank God for calculators now and. I still, the metric system still baffles me. I just don't get it. Why can't it just, why did I have to switch it to metric? Just leave it the inches and leave it the, the weights, yeah, the kilometers. Right. I can't do that. I can't. Just I I like, can't yeah. yeah. Because you guys were never brought up with that. And yeah. I don't think I was either. I think my kids learned it and then I, I, I didn't learn it because, I don't know. It's just, just like, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, behavioral counselors recommend that parents ensure their kids are ready for the first day with. What would you th what would you think? You all right? So your kid's gonna start school for the first day tomorrow. What would you tell them the day before? What would you make sure that they got? Um, 
all their school books. All their school books that they're ready. The principal picked me up in his arms. Aww. And he carried me. He said he lost her mother. Aww. So he, he was holding me and kissing me. Aww. He, he lost his mother? I lost my mother. My, my oh, you lost your mother. Aww. When? When you started school? Yeah. Aww. You were young. I was young. That's sad. Oh, so he picked you up? Help me. Oh, see, look at that. Something that you'll never forget, right? Yeah. What was his name? Do you remember his name? Uh, Mr. 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 I forgot. Oh, it'll come back to you later. That's because I just put you on the spot. Anyway, so they say that your kids should get a good night's sleep, right? Um, start your morning with a healthy breakfast. And just they, they would ask the parents to just exhibit positive attitude about school. It's good. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be fun. You're going to see your friends. Yeah. And then once they get into the routine, it doesn't take long. So everybody adjusts fine, right? I think so. Um, go out school. But the good news is um, approximately two-thirds of all children like school. So does, not everybody doesn't like school. Nobody likes school. Some kids like school. Two-thirds of kids like school, according to my piece of paper right here. <laughs> this is my 35 fun facts about back-to-school craziness. <laughs> um, school buses have been around since 1915, as long as the automobile. But the official color, what color what's the official color of those school buses? Yellow. yellow. That bright yellow. That wasn't adopted until 1939. So before that, what color were they? What color were the school buses before they were no, yellow? No, no, Does anybody no. know? Do you know? I don't no. remember. Hey, Siri. What color were school buses before they were yellow? Okay. I found this on the web. What color were school buses I'm looking at it right now. It says... It had to be a bright color, so it might be white. It had to be a bright color, right? Yeah, maybe a red. So why are school buses yellow? Well, obviously it says that, but what were they before? Lime um, green. It doesn't say. They sent me to the wrong thing. Sometimes Google isn't that good. Anyway, um... So the, um, what is that? Was the school buses, um... Let me see what else. So, people still use pencils. Yeah. Yes. The average pencil can be sharpened 17 times and write about 45,000 words or draw a line 35 miles long before it's out of service. That was like one of the best inventions they made, those pencils, right? <laughs> pencils. You know what's also good about a pencil that you can't use about a pen? You can erase. You can write like upside down or on a wall because a pen, you can't write sideways because the gravity, you need the ink, right? So, and then um, you could also write underwater with a pencil. <laughs> Did you know that? Why would you ever want to? But you can. I guess you could write on the, on the pool itself. I don't know. But that's what they say. It could be written, written, used underwater. Before pencil erasers were invented, oh, did you know this? This is interesting. Before, oh, what is it? Oh, tell us, tell us. Good. Go ahead. Um, school buses were orange ah. before they 
They were orange first. All right. Why'd they change them? Does it say? Was yellow easier, like more brighter? It was a color that was specifically formulated to use on school buses in North America in 1939. It's now officially known in Canada and the U.S. as National School Bus Glossy Yellow. <laughs> oh wow! They have and their official name. This was a long time leading. Uh, was for a long time the lead-containing chrome yellow. So, yeah. Oh. So it was orange before it was yellow, the yes. school bus. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, before pencil erases, before pencil erases were invented, what was a common way to get rid of pencil markings? Do you guys remember at all when you guys... A piece of rubber? They say here, with a rolled up piece of white bread. What? If you took a piece of white bread and you rolled it up, you were able to like get the smudge out. Probably not as good as an eraser, but if you think about it, you know, like uh, if you roll up a piece of bread, it gets a little pasty, kind of like it, it, it's almost like an eraser type. I'm gonna try that. Eraser use that. Sounds like something I would use to uh, catch fish with. Yes, yes. I used to get little sunnies. Yeah, little sunnies. Yeah, sunny, yeah. <laughs> little sunnies, minnows. Yes. Yeah. You take the little they piece of bread, bread. Yep. and you make a little ball. You make it really tight, and you right, put it on your hook, right. and you catch fish because the little yeah. white, yeah, yeah little sunnies, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I was fishing yesterday. I caught these little little sea bass. They were babies, like this big. They were so cute. Wow. Um. What else? The all right, we don't need all these. All right, so back to school here. Why do we give apples to teachers? Does anybody know? Bribe them, huh? Bribe. To bribe them. He, he bribes his teachers with apples. But what was there a reason why we'd give an apple? You know, they give an, an apple to a teacher. Does anybody know? Yeah, it's an old saying, right? Yeah, um. Giving an apple to the teacher, it's a strange random tradition, one that seemingly has existed since the beginning of time. But as the school year starts back up again, we have to wonder where did the notion come from? Who came up with the idea of gifting fruit to the nation's educators? Turns out this tradition has a surprisingly juicy history. You wanna know? Yes. Okay. The fruit of knowledge. There are a couple of reasons for this truly odd cliche. Historically, apples are probably the most symbolic fruits around. From Greek mythology to the Bible story of Adam and Eve, remember the forbidden apple? Yeah. Apples are literally divine to their core. Given the notable lore around them, they serve as powerful metaphors of knowledge and education. So that's how they related that to teachers. Yeah, exactly. But this tradition goes deeper than the heady symbolism that surrounds apples. Ever since the 1700s, poor students and their families in Scandinavia gifted their teachers fruits from that year's harvest as tokens of appreciation. This tradition continued and expanded into centuries that followed in America as frontier families were often responsible for housing and feeding teachers as well. And some people couldn't afford to go to school 
and they paid their teacher with their harvest, and most of the harvest that they had was their apples, and that's what they gave them. Apple, as the fruit of choice, however, didn't come into vogue until the late 1800s. It was around this time when the fruit underwent a majority identity crisis. They said apples at, at that time, they were very bitter in taste. Yeah. And as a result, they were primarily used in the production of alcoholic beverages. They used, they used the apples to make a hard cider, yes. Apple cider. Apple cider, um, yeah. Giving a growing backlash from the... Vinegar. Yes, the burgeoning temperance movement. The fruit was in clear need of some rebranding. So, a new public relations campaign, one that sought to highlight the nutritional benefits of apples, was soon underway. It was a tremendous success, and by 1904, the slogan, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, <laughs> entered the yeah. national lexicon and did wonders to reverse the apple's previously sordid reputation. So the persistence of the tradition, here we go, by this time period, there was also progressive gains made in the education arena. There were mandated public education programs nationwide, and best of all, teachers were no longer paid in food and shelter. However, the act of receiving an apple remained a symbol of gesture, one that persisted to the point of cliche for many reasons. Apples were abundant, the crop peaking, peaked along the school year, and they were easily portable, making them the fruit of choice for sucking up to the teacher. <laughs> so that's kind of what he said was like a bribe, right? Yes. Huh? You pick apples all the way to school. Yeah. Grab apples. Crab apples. So in 1939, Bing Crosby and Connie Boswell, do you remember them? They had a hit song called An Apple for the Teacher. Did you ever hear it? No. You're going to hear it right now. It's Bing Crosby and Connie Boswell. That's what I believe. And <laughs> That's way before my time. For the teacher, that's the thing to do. Because I want to learn about romance from you. And I hope for the teacher, just show that I'm making fun. If you insist on saying that I'm just a problem child, you're going to get all my attention. Does anybody have a story to tell about an apple? Do you? Yes, I do. Okay, we're going to hear a story now. Go ahead. Uh, horses love apples. Yes, horses. I owned a horse. I brought my girlfriend down to the horse. She wanted to pet the horse. The horse happened to bite her on the breast. Oh. She thought her breast was an apple. You know why? Because <laughs> she had apple perfume. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So he smelt it? And she, the horse smelt it wow. on her chest. Oh, my and God. And bit her chest. He bit her chest. <laughs> anyway, that was an old song from uh, 1939 called An Apple for a Teacher which brought a nice story from Ed about 
the, the horse that bit the breast. Usually <laughs> 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 bite the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're done with the apples for now. I have a couple of fun facts that I just wanted to go over, and then we're going to end our podcast. So did you know, did you know that 11% of people are left-handed? Who's left-handed here? Anybody? Here. You are? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm ambidextrous. You are? Both, yeah. basically both. Huh? I write left-handed. I catch left-handed. You do? I bat right-handed. Oh, okay. You, you catch left-handed? You yeah, put You I put bet. the glove on your left hand? That's yeah. cool. No, I said my glove goes on the right hand. I throw it by left hand. Oh, that's what I meant. Right, because the glove, right, right. Yeah. I catch right hand. I put my right hand. I, you clef, right, right, right. Okay, gotcha. So what's the percentage of left-handed people? 11% of people are left-handed. That's not a lot. No, no. And I know, like, back in the day, it was like, didn't they try to force you to write with your right hand, and they forced you to... Yeah, right? Yeah, because it wasn't, it, it wasn't proper, right, to use your left hand? Yeah, yeah. So they forced you. That's probably why you become ambidextrous, too. Because you predominantly want to use your left hand, but you're forced to use your right hand. You'd be surprised that everything you, every you look at is designed for yeah. right-handed Yes, people. yes. Look at door knobs. Everything. Ah. Look at scissors. Yeah, scissors too. When I was a little kid, I couldn't use the damn scissors in the left hand. I had to use the scissors right here. We're all right-handed scissors. I think they have them now. They have left-handed scissors. They have them now. Did you know that August has the highest percentage of births? Anybody here born in August? No. Not in this group. My son was born in August. Your daughter? Did you know, unless food is mixed with saliva, you can't taste it? Isn't that interesting? You can't taste food unless it's mixed with saliva. I didn't know that. Very good. Yeah. Did you know that the average person, average person, yeah, average. falls asleep within seven minutes? <laughs> yeah? That's Does anybody can't yeah. stay up late because you can't sleep? I might fall asleep, and then I wake up. How about, did you know a bear has 42 teeth? Now I do. Did you know an ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain? Yeah. That's weird. That means yeah. his brain must be like this big, right? Yeah, pee. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that lemons contain more sugar than strawberries? Wow, no, I didn't. I didn't know that either. That's interesting. Did you know that eight percent of people have an extra rib? Only men. Did you know that? Only men. Uh, men? Only men because that eight percent, but maybe eight percent. Uh, did you know that rabbits like licorice? No. How would you know that? They like vegetables. I wouldn't know to give them a licorice. Why would, no. why would they like licorice? I don't know. Did you know a lobster's blood is colorless, but when exposed to oxygen, it turns blue? Did you know that? Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. What's that? A, a lobster's blood is colorless, but... When it is exposed to oxygen, it turns blue. No, I don't know. Did you know that reindeer like bananas? Hmm. I'm gonna bring rain. I'm gonna bring some bananas to the deer that are by my house. Did you know that birds need gravity to swallow? 
So if you ever go downstairs and you see those little birds in, our, in, the, in their cage down there, and you watch them drink the water, they'll put their head in the water like this, and then they turn their head back like that to swallow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, they go like this, and then they go like that. Yeah, it's very interesting. What? They put uh, gravel, sand, yeah. and they use the sand to chew up and crush the food. Oh, Cause, really? Because uh, birds don't have teeth. Right. They use their beak to... Right, they put yeah. it in their beaks in the back of their jaws. Yeah. They think that they that drown up some of the yeah. food up. And my bird got gibbles and stuff. It digested the food. Did you know the most commonly used letter in the alphabet is... It's a vowel. What, which vowel do you think it is? E. E, yes, it's an E. e. Very good. And the last one I have here for you is, did you know the three most common languages? Let's try to guess. The three most common languages in the world. English. 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 What's that one you Spanish. have? Spanish. Spanish. And one more. Italian. Not Italian. Oh. Greek. No, not French. Mandarin Chinese. Uh, That's the three most common. I think there's a lot of Chinese people here now. All different dialects, too. All different dialects, yes. One can't talk to the other. No. I know, it's different. Yeah. So that's all I have for you guys today. Does anybody else have any last comments they want to make before we should we, uh, sign off? Yeah, what's the picket number for tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pick the number for tonight. Let's try okay, to guess let's it. Pick a number. Pick a number. How many numbers you need? Pick three, pick four. Pick three. Fran, give me a number. Five. Five. Is it between one and nine? No. Yeah. 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 Carmine, what's Seven. it? Seven. That's always been for me. Okay. Dorothy? Nine. Nine. Okay, now we need four numbers. Okay. Give me a number between one and nine. Six. Yeah. Six. They both said six. Yeah. Give me a number between one and nine. Four. Five. Five. Stu, give me a number between one and nine. Six. You yeah, have six nine. already. Give me another number. Four. Between one and nine. Not six. What do you have? Six, four, and five. Not six, not four, and not five. What do you got one? Pick me pick a number. A lucky number. What do you got? Give me a different number, Stu. Another number. Four. You have four? No, Give me a different four. one. Try eight. Eight? <laughs> he said eight, right? Eight? How about eight? That's eight it. Sounds good. All right. All right, I got to play those pick numbers, three, too. All right, we'll see if they come in. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us today. Until next time, until we meet again, right? Oh, here comes trouble. I wanted to join in. <laughs>